Hey guys, so, sorry about the noise in the background, I will, um, go walk somewhere else, okay. Um, so basically, welcome back <laughs> to the podcast, I am awkward, hi. Alright, so, let's just get into it. <laughs> it's the morning, and I, I always have podcast anxiety, so I can't just start anything, or finish it normally, no, no not just start and finish, I can't do anything normally. Um, it's, it's weird though, cause I have a YouTube channel and I can go on there and be normal, but on my podcast, <laughs> and it gets so much worse in the morning. So yeah, um, my accent just came out in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I was, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's just start this entire thing over. Well, I just got kind of stuck in there. Start walking. Anyway. But yeah. So anyway. I can't how many times I say anything in one episode. Okay, <laughs> so I. One of the people who's working there, we don't really know each other's names. We're not really on that basis. First name basis, because we just like kind of work together. You know? 
together, we just work at the same place, we, like, pretty much never see each other, um, and so he was all like, hey, by the way, can I, um, talk to you for a second, I was like, oh no, sure, and he was all like, hey, do the dogs really fight when you're around, and I was like, I mean, it depends, some dogs, uh, do, some dogs are just, like, really calm, you know, it kind of depends on who they're with, and he's like, okay, well, do you, um, okay, fight with all the other dogs, um, and I was like, oh, no, 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 okay, does Coupon, I was like, what, why is he mentioning Coupon, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she does, when her and Whitney used to be best friends, they would fight everyone all the time, but I feel like Whitney kind of just lays low now, doesn't really fight with anybody, but I don't know about Coupon, because, you know, she hasn't been here for, like, forever, and he was like, what? She's been here every day since I've I've been here. So that's weird. Her owner said that she would stop bringing her to camp for like ever because they were moving or whatever. And she couldn't take you know the chaos and the bullying. And the dude was all like, "That's so weird. That's strange because Coupon never gets bullied." And so I was like, "Oh, it's it's okay." I might text her about it later. I don't know. And he was like, cool. So I was just trying to let you know, you know, that, uh, you know, you know, um, that like Whitney and Coupon have been like, just kind of like fighting with each other and just causing a whole lot of drama. So, you know, the house kind of just like, I don't know, they're kind of on edge. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was so confused. Like, why has Coupon's owner been kind of lying to us? I asked Jeremy. And even Anne, I even asked Anne, even though we can't trust her, she's an untrustworthy liar. But yeah, so we, I even asked her, I asked all of them, hey, um, has Coupon's owner said anything about Coupon being here while we're not, you know, while the other people are here in the morning and at night? And they were all like, what, no, why? And I told them all about everything, even Anne, I even told Anne about everything. Um, they're all like, that's weird, okay? Um, but I was like, you know what, it's her business, we should, I don't know, but yeah, so, I, um, I decided not to text her, even though I said that I would, turns out Jeremy did, it was, it was either Jeremy or Ruth, I don't know, they both had the information, but, um, they both basically told me, they texted her, and she said that, uh, um, so paranoid in every episode, I'm done. Uh, yeah. She said basically in a nutshell, Coupon was um, back to the shelter, you know, she missed her friends, and uh, I was still like, okay, well that still doesn't really explain why she's lying to us about that, but you know, let's just uh, let it be, you know, let's not cause anything, and they're like, sure, okay, whatever. Um, so, as expected, Coupon came back the next day, um, so yeah um we basically just spent that whole entire day um sorry for screaming about that uh but my mic quality well the audio quality on this new mic i got yes another new mic um i couldn't upload for like three days so that's why i'm kind of late 
Well, not kind of, but you know. Um, because my mic, it's a whole long story. Me and my friends were playing around it. It has a bunch of food in it, <laughs> gross, slimy stuff, and yeah, my mic's just like, it's not really broken, because you can still hear out of it, but like, the audio quality is like, super muffled. So, until I get that cleaned out, um, I have to use this crappy old mic, and it's like, super small, it kind of just like, hooks up to your shirt. So, I'm just kind of, like, wearing that on my shirt right now, and it is so quiet, like, I apologize, because there's not, I'm probably not going to be able to put any music, uh, on this segment, um, because I listened to the last one, you can barely hear me, I don't know if maybe it's just, like, because, maybe it's not even my mic, it's just, like, because I'm using a new tablet to record these as well um and the speakers have never really been that great but i don't know even when i'm wearing headphones it still sounds extremely quiet so y'all please message me tell me you know send me a voice recording clip basically just if you can even hear what i'm saying right now or if it's like extremely quiet or if it's quiet because you'll hear me and understand what i'm saying you know stuff like that so anyway uh we were at the shelter and we just decided to go about our day, except I couldn't find Anne anywhere. So I assumed she's probably at home and just didn't message any of us. Oh my god, that's so loud in the background. Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it very well, but uh, yeah, there's stuff going on in the background. It's happening. Anyway, so uh, I could not find Anne. Okay, I'm gonna have to move. This is distracting. Okay, so I, anyway, I hope you guys can hear me a little bit better now. But, uh,. I couldn't find Anne at all that day, so I was just kind of, like, uh, just doing my job, you know, but she's probably at home and didn't want to message us. Obviously, she hates us. My accent came out there again. She hates us. I'm not even British. Uh, it's actually a southern accent, but anyway, she hates us. She hates us. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, but yeah, by the way, that's my, um, normal accent. I do an American accent, but it's, but it's not like a natural one. Um, now I can talk naturally in it, but it used to feel really weird. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So, uh... Sorry, that's what I do when I think I bang stuff against stuff. Where were we again? Oh, yeah. I, I think... Okay. But yeah, so we both hate each other, honestly. So it is what it is. Um, anyway... Coupon was really just, like, rubbing up against sauerkraut, you know? I guess trying to get his attention or something. Um, and sauerkraut seemed to be, like, okay-ish with it, you know? I don't know how he was really feeling. I guess just kind of, like, a little surprised that she was back, maybe? Almost, and, um, but Milk was super happy and really excited about that overall. Because, as you guys already know... Um, they are friends again. Anyone who's new to the podcast doesn't know, but, yeah. They went from being enemies, because they were all fighting, they were both, um, fighting over sauerkraut, because Coupon is sauerkraut's ex-girlfriend, and then to friends, and they both hated sauerkraut. Then Milk got together with sauerkraut, and Coupon was a bit on edge, but then they all just became a good group of friends again, you know? And then Coop, that's when Coupon got out of the shelter, she got taken out completely, um, Milk and Sauerkraut broke up, then they got back together, so as far as she knows, nothing really happened with them, like, breaking up again, <laughs> and then getting back together, but yeah, so she does not know about Toad, or any of the, like, drama that's happened ever since she's been gone, obviously, like, duh, because she's been gone, you know, so 
the way the house was, I guess, kind of surprised her. Um, because, you know, when she left, it was all, like, chaos. Everyone was fighting, breaking stuff. They all hated each other. Like, friends, they don't exist, right? Everyone just, boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just boom. And it used to be, like, um, uh, oh, no, wait. When, when Coupon left, Milk and sauerkraut had been broken up, so I guess she was kind of confused also at why they were back together or something. Okay, okay. Alright, <laughs> sorry, I got my timelines confused. The people who are new here are just going to be watching like, oh my god, what are you even talking about, what? <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's what happened. Uh, so I guess she was really confused at how everything had like changed and it was all just like basically really different, you know? Um, so anyway... Uh, she was kind of just getting used to the idea of sauerkraut not really being in that friend group anymore. Um, and now with her and Milk, you know, and now Whitney and him hate each other and they're not dating anymore. Yeah, it's all just kind of confusing for her. But there was a weird vibe I was getting from her. Like, it wasn't just confusion. Like, there was just, like, kind of an eerie-ish vibe. Like, something was just, like, wrong and not right about her. See, as you guys all already know, um, from this episode, Coupon's owner kind of just, like, lied to us, basically. She said that Coupon was gone from the shelter, but turns out that she had been going there for, like, a week and we didn't know a single thing. Um, since the guy said she had, like, gotten back a week ago, and we... You know, and I was all confused. Um, and so she had been lying to us, like, as if she, um, maybe, like, there's no way she forgot to tell us. Because, like, why would she just go to, you know, bringing her every single day to the day I confront her finally about it? It's the day she finally brings her, um, to camp at normal days, not just at night. Um... So, I, once that, like, sudden realization hit me, I was like, wait, hold on. So, does she know about everything that's changed, or is she, like, confused? Because she's, like, really eerie, like, an, I'm getting an iffy vibe about her. And Jeremy was all like, yeah, that's true. I told him about this, by the way. Um, well, duh, obviously. And Jer I told Jeremy about it, and he was like, yeah, that's true. I wonder what she's, like, confused about, because obviously she's gonna already know this, and I was like... You know what, maybe she's just, like, it's because she's just getting used to being back. She's only been back for, like, a week, and she was gone for a month, a month or two, almost two months. So, yeah, obviously some shit changed, okay? I, some shit changed here over at camp. But, um, yeah. So, uh, we all had just agreed that she was probably just a bit, um, shaken up. You know, she's finally back. Uh, and she's not just coming at night like she was before. She's now coming in the day, like she used to. Um, sorry if it got muffled there for a second. Like I said, this is hooked up to my shirt, so it kind of just goes like, and um, goes, it falls down sometimes, and I didn't realize until, you know, it was already, like, down my shirt. So, yeah, sorry about that, y'all. I'm actually wearing a hoodie, so it was scraping against both my shirt and my hoodie, so it was like, really bad. So I don't know how that's gonna sound, but hopefully it doesn't sound that bad. This mug was expensive and it sucked, okay? Very excited. I'm lying about that. It's $25. Okay, anyway, so still though, $25. Um, 
just spat in my hair. Okay, let's continue. I'm so, I apologize. I'm so sorry for, about that. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I'm going to have to scream a little bit. So, because um, I don't have, know how this is going to turn out. But if it is okay, then feel free to turn down your volume. But like, I'm just going to kill my vocal cords for a sec here trying to um, do this. And if not, then just turn your volume up. You know, this is as good as I can do. Sorry, I apologize about that. But anyway, until I get a better mic, I y'all okay, goddamn. Um, I switched mics so many times. But yeah, okay, so I anyway, sorry if y'all can still hear that really obnoxious noise. Goddamn, it's not so annoying. Wow, that's really annoying. Okay. But anyway. Uh okay, I so uh sorry, I am so stupid. I pride myself on being a moron. Okay. Let's continue. So, um, uh, like I said, I hadn't seen Anne all day, so it started to, like, gently rain a little bit, and I was like, oh, cool, so maybe we, because, like, I love the rain, so I was like, cool, that's great, um, that's raining, so we can go out, you know, we, we can have someone watch the dogs for, like, an, um, like, 15 minutes, 25 to, 15 to 25 minutes inside, and they can come out and just hang out with the other two of us out in the rain, you know, and, yeah, it'll all be cool. Uh, so we can just, like, hang out in the rain, and then one of us will watch the dogs for a couple minutes, then switch, and, you know, da-da-da. So we did that, um, well, we planned to, but, um, so Ruth was gonna be the first one to watch the dogs, since she usually, like, watches the cameras and stuff. So we all decided that she would just get her, like, camera system and bring it outside, so that way we wouldn't have to constantly be going in and out every 15 minutes, right? And we'd just be able to, like, you know, have her camera system on the ready. And in case anything happened, she would be able to run in there. All three of us would. Yeah, so when she get, went in there to get it, um, I asshole. Uh, sorry, ignore me if I say I and um. It's my new thing for some reason. I'm just like, I and um. So, uh, yeah, if I say and um. <laughs> multiple times then that's why i just mix so yeah and shut up for some reason so yeah anyway um she went in there and uh she she came out and she told us yo you guys Anne's here she just came back and i was like what okay cool so maybe she can be the one to watch the dogs and we'll just have your, like, little camera system hooked up over here, you know? And so we talked about that. But, um, you know, it's taking Ruth a while. So we were, like, a while to come back out. So we were all, like, oh, Mommy and Jeremy were, like, okay, this is weird. Usually she'd be back by now. Like, naturally she should. So uh, maybe we should go check on her and Anne. And so we both went in there. Um, and obviously we were like slopping wet, you know, it was raining hard and heavy. By the way, the way we protected her like monitor system thingy, we have, um, we had it under an umbrella. So yeah. Uh, anyway, we went in there and, um, it was like her and Anne were talking in like really quiet monotone voices kind of. And I was like a little freaked out, like what? Okay. Um, and so, uh. I decided to walk in the room with Jeremy, and I was like, hey, um, why are you guys taking so long, you know? Um, Ruth should, what's going on? 
should have been out here like 12 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago or something. And she was like, um, and then Anne was all like, I, I think I have to quit this job, you know? It's just too much drama, too much stress. I was like, oh, okay then. Um, sorry, there's an idiot blowing leaves. So yeah, um, Anne had quit that day. Uh, I guess that's the end of an era, the Anne era. But obviously, it's also the beginning of a new era. Well, actually, the continuation of an era we thought had ended, the coupon era. So yeah, I guess it's the beginning and the end. So that day, <laughs> obviously, Anne had left. I said that a million times, I'm so sorry, I apologize. But yeah, so... Um, the rest of that day went along smoothly, you know, uh, we let Anne leave, we gave her her paycheck for the week, um, even though she only earned half of it, I'm sorry, I'll stop being so cynical all the time, um, but yeah, oh, sorry, I forgot I have to scream, um, no, I won't, um, I'll talk a bit louder than I usually do, though, cause, you know, so anyway, uh, the next day, I... Um, went to the shelter, hoping to see Coupon, um, because it was her first full day back, rather than just her coming at night, like I said. Um, and I did, I saw Coupon. I was still getting that weird vibe from her. Like, she had been there for seven, eight, now nine days, well, eight and a morning, because it was just the morning time then. And yet, she still felt like, it still felt like she had this, like, confused, I don't know what's going on, what's really even happening right now vibe <laughs> about her, you know? So, that weirded me out. Um, I decided not to tell Jeremy about it, um, and I did tell any of my other friends, uh, but yeah. So, um, I was honestly just getting normal vibes from the other dogs, though. So nothing was happening at night that I didn't know about, obviously, or else, like, all the other dogs would kind of give me the same I-don't-know-what's-happened vibe, you know? But yeah, um, so, everyone was acting normal in the morning, until there was just, like, a lot, a really loud, like, barking, and it was Henry and Bonnie. I was like, oh no, are they going back to being enemies? Are they fighting again? So I ran over there. I was like, dude, honestly, what? <laughs> What's happened? Are they enemies again? Is this going to be more podcast drama? First they're enemies, then they're not, then they are again. Story of this entire podcast, honestly. Um, but yeah, so uh, I saw them barking, but they weren't barking at each other. They were barking at Toad. And I was like, what? Wasn't Toad on like everyone's good side? He's like only evil to sauerkraut. Um, but yeah, so Toad looked just, like, so pleased with himself, like, he was having a good time, so I was like, oh, maybe they're playing, but Henry and Bonnie looked pissed, okay, they did not look like they were playing at all whatsoever, alright, so, uh, I just walked over there, and I was like, hey, guys, what's happening, obviously they ignored me, though, and, uh, um, so, they, uh, sorry, I can't talk. Uh, dyslexia moment? I'm so dumb. Anyway, so, um, uh, I'm gonna pause this and think, because I'm so stupid, I need to stop stuttering. <laughs> so anyway, um, I smelt something on him, and I was like, oh, that's probably why 
they're barking at him. Wait, but why does he look so, like, proud of himself? Did he do something again? That's why he smells bad? Did he maybe, like, hop the fence and roll on something? And he's, like, all proud of himself after that? But then I looked on his paws. He had an sketchy blue powder on him. So I was like, oh, my God. And I sniffed it because I had a strong, huge, massive gut feeling that that was the problem. And it was, in fact. I was just wondering why and how Toad looked just, like, so... I see I'm proud of himself. Like, straight up, he looked like he just had a fun night, you know? So, I was confused because we had all thrown out the powder, and Anne had quit, so... And she took all of her personal belongings home with her. So, did she, like, maybe leave some of the powder behind, I was thinking? Um, and obviously, I... Here is one mistake that I had made in my other podcast episodes. Um... No one had even messaged me. Usually when I make, like, a mistake or something, people will message me and say, hey, you should do this, you know, after a podcast um, episode has been released. Or us. Uh, but no one even messaged me about this, so I saw it was a smart idea. I did not let Jeremy or anyone except Papa Rin and Khalil know about the sketchy blue powder. And I didn't want to tell them, because... I don't want them to think I was like Avia and lying and hiding stuff from them. Avia and Anne and Jeremy's mom, who are like our enemies now. Um, but yeah. So I was basically just like, what? So how do I go about asking them this? Because, um, you know, they don't know anything about Anne's sketchy blue powder. Well, I mean, obviously they do know a little bit about it. But, like, I didn't tell them the full story. Like, about how I still, to this day, trying to figure out what the hell it was and what Anne's goal or motive was. Um, so I decided to talk to Khalil about it. Yeah, here's the thing. See, Khalil only works at the shelter one day out of the week. Monday. Um, so, I, <laughs> so he decided, um, so, sorry, yeah. Alright, so we both, um, decided that, uh, we were gonna, um, just see... When he would, you know, when he was coming back, if he would be able to find any more sketchy blue powder. I love how it's not just the blue powder, or just, like, the powder. It's now known on this channel. Not channel, the fuck. So y'all know what I mean. I, on this podcast, as the sketchy blue powder. I, anyway. So, um, sorry about that. Uh, it's super late at night, so, you know, I'm just looking around, and my eyes are, um, dyslexic. <laughs> Sorry. And my toes are so cold right now, so I keep pausing and just going, burr. Anyway, I'll go inside now. Sorry. Yay. But anyway, that all happened, but I decided to just, you know, go about my day. Um, um, obviously, though, I wanted to see how Toad got ahead, got, got ahead, what, what am I talking about? Um, got a hold of the, uh, and sketchy blue powder. They need to create an acronym for that. And and sketchy blue powder. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, ASVP. ASVP is in fact becoming a thing. And it'll be kind of, I guess, prominent, <laughs> reoccurring. It's what I was looking for. Sorry. I guess it'll be kind of reoccurring in this, you know, today's episode. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. So. I, um, well, the three of us were, which is me, Jeremy, and, um, Anne, I mean, sorry, me, Jeremy, and Ruth, duh, 
off. Um, so Schley had actually um, said that she's going to come for another visit, but she just, um, it was supposed to be uh, the day after um, this day, so we were all like, which is the day and quit, by the way, <laughs> it was all on that day, uh, and so we were all super excited, we were, um, we were kind of like, uh, well, we were all going to have a sleepover together, and it's not, it wasn't just going to be the three of us, it was literally going to be like all of us, our entire, whole entire friend group, dude, bro, we were all just going to have a good time, because Shirley was coming back, but one day she just, okay, <laughs> but that, that day that she was supposed to go, and, you know, head to our, um, you know, all the way here from North Dakota, uh, she just stopped responding to us. We were so confused, honestly. We were making jokes that it was Jeremy's mom again. We didn't think it was, you know. Which, don't worry, know that it's not foreshadowing. There's no Jeremy's mom in this episode. Maybe. <laughs> so, um, hold on, let me turn up the volume real quick, because I'm listening to music in the background, so yeah, um, anyway, so we all decided that, okay, I guess Shelly is just not going to be coming over today, that sucks, maybe tomorrow, but she didn't even respond to us tomorrow, I mean, <laughs> tomorrow, she didn't respond to us tomorrow, oh, I'm so dumb, um, but yeah, she didn't respond to us that day. Okay, um, she didn't respond to us at all that day. Now, we do have another friend I know for a fact. He would be so mad at me if I revealed his name. Not even mad, he's actually just gonna be embarrassed. So, um, and everybody knows about his nickname I call him, so I can't say that. Uh, we're just gonna call him Don, alright? Alright, so we have Don over here. We have this inside joke. I don't know if I've told you guys about this, but yeah. Um, he's actually on my Snapchat story. He's the one I called a lost child. So yeah, you can just look at that. Um, but anyway. So, uh, we have this inside joke that, like, I'm, I simp for Don. I don't even have a crush on him, but I pretend I do. Um, I, I don't know why, but yeah. I'm pretty sure you know that it's just a joke, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I basically just quote-unquote worship him and <laughs> do everything he tells me. It's, it's weird. I know it seems very creepy and insane and stalkerish, but it's nothing like that. I, we're just, you know, friends, um, who do weird stuff. But anyway, so, uh, we were both, um, just hanging out, and it was time for a PE. Now, Jeremy, Ruth, um, and... Don, we're all in the same class together, so we're all just kind of hanging out at PE, um, and there's this little, like, hideout kind of place, you know, kind of a secret, so, Billy, you guys remember Billy from, uh, that one episode I made, I hope you guys do, <laughs> anyone who's not been keeping up with the episodes lately doesn't know what I'm talking about, but we're, like, kind of mutual friends, but yeah, anyway, Billy was the one that kind of showed us this area, he got expelled from school for whatever reason, um, probably skipped class too many times, you know, stuff like that, uh, um, but you know, so, uh, cause he gets in trouble all the time, every single second of his life, <laughs> but yeah, dude, so, uh, he is no longer at our school, um, but, uh, yeah, no, wait, that wasn't Billy, I think it was just the kid in the blue shirt, okay, I don't know what I called him, it was either Billy or the kid in the blue shirt, it was the troublemaker one, um, but yeah, so, 
we went to our little hideout, and it's basically just this place, no cameras. You can sneak out at PE and go there, and the, te if the teacher doesn't see you and you're, if you're sneaky enough, then you can literally go there. The walls are super small, you can hop the fence straight up. So anyway, uh, we were hanging out in the uh, like hideout thing, and we saw something of Billy's. Um, and we were like, oh, well, since we still have this number, we were like, oh, hey, we should probably give this back to him. And it was basically just his jacket. We thought nothing of it um, at the time. But yeah, so uh, we decided to call him. Um, and Delaney loves prank calling people. I So uh, she saw that we were online. And so, because like I said, she's not like in our class, unfortunately. Uh, she's been talking about trans. <laughs> she's been talking about trans. And then she's this big motorcycle thing. Anyway, sorry about that, y'all. Uh, but yeah, she's been talking about transferring, luckily. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so we, uh, um, so she was calling us, and she was like, dude, uh, where are you guys right now? And we were like, we're at PE, but like we just kind of like um, ditched it, you know? Uh, our teacher doesn't care. Like, she doesn't look for us. She kind of sits and um, texts people on her phone. She's a chill teacher anyway. She's pretty cool. She wouldn't just, like, tell anybody if we escaped or anything like that. Or something, you know? So, like, uh, we're like, but the teacher most likely doesn't know. She doesn't know any, like, ever. And she's like, cool, so you want to hang out? I'll be in the girls' bathroom. And we're all like, sure. So we decided to prank call people, like, businesses and just people overall. So we called, at one point, we called Burger King, I and, uh... I was like, hey, it's Burger, <laughs> no, I didn't say, hey, it's Burger King, it's called Burger King, hey, hi, Burger King, it's Burger King, I don't know, but anyway, so, yeah, oh, no, wait, it wasn't, um, Burger King, it was McDonald's, um, I forget which McDonald's it was, but, uh, basically, my friend, Khalil, Papa, he told me that he wants to prank called that place, and they would not stop calling him back. Literally. It wasn't him, it was actually his friend. But yeah, so uh, we did it, and he was right. They did not stop calling us back. But basically it was my turn, so I was just like, hey, it's, um, I gotta, I gotta call in sick for work. And the lady was like, okay, sure. Um, who is this again? I don't recognize your voice, sorry. Um, and I was like, it's Melissa. You know, Melissa's just an extremely McDonald's name, you know? I, so, like, I was just like, it's Melissa, and she's like, Melissa? And that's me and my friends that say joke now, they call me Melissa now, because just like, Melissa? I don't know why that was so funny when I said the time, but it was, and it still is. Anyway, so, uh, um, and then, stupid Delaney hung up, I'm mad at her now, but yeah, then we got a couple calls back, because like I said, they don't stop calling you back, and Papa was completely right about that, dude. Um, and so, I s grabbed Delaney's phone, I snatched it, and I, and I, um, clicked accept, you know, on the call, and, and I was like, hello, who's this? Um, dude, that was Delaney, Delaney was pretending that she wasn't so mad at me for answering it, and she was like, hello, who's this? And, and you could tell it was the, um, McDonald's number, and it was like, hey, it's Maria. No, wait, not Maria, what the hell? M Melissa. It's Melissa. And we were like, oh my god. I was like, oh my god, hi sis. Hey, Melissa. 
uh, sorry sis, can't talk to you right now. I love you, I'm your biggest fan, but you know what? We're just, we can't talk right now. And I was like, we're in school, and she was like, I know, I can track your address, and I'm telling the principal. And we were like, uh-huh, no you're not. And then we just hung up. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so, after that, the entire day, we literally just wanted to hang out together. Um, that had nothing to do with the story, by the way. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you about that, because honestly, that was just weirdly funny to me. Melissa! Um, <laughs> so yeah, anyway. Uh, we just hung out the rest of the day, and uh, we actually didn't hear when the bell rang, because we were too busy hanging out. So we got home pretty late, <laughs> like, literally... The bell rang, and we were all just, like, screaming in laughter, I suppose, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyway. <laughs> we literally saw the sun was, like, going down, and we were like, how long have we been here? Like, and Pablo was like, maybe it's just getting dark, you know? I'm not gonna be in a lot of trouble. Because you know how his mom is. Well, no, you guys don't. <laughs> I don't know why I said, you guys know how his mom is. <laughs> but yeah, she's, like, super, super strict. And we were all like, oh, shit, Papa, you gotta go home. And he was like, yep, I'm gonna run now. So, yeah, he literally ran home. <laughs> Poor Papa didn't even get a ride home. I feel bad, I feel bad. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, we were, like, the literal last ones in the school, except the people who work there. And so, uh, we still had Jordan's... <coughs> wow! I just revealed his name. I'm gonna ask him if that's okay. Because if it's not, then I'll have to do this entire thing super complicated. Where I have to install a whole different editing software, run a million tests just to bleep his name out. Okay. It was okay. Alright. Oh my god, a plane. But, yeah. Alright, so I'm just gonna keep calling the man of whom's name I just revealed. Uh, Billy. Because, uh, in the hopes that people will forget about his name. Um, just in case, you know, so I don't have to bleep it out every five seconds constantly, uh, in case he does say that, you know, it's not cool with him. So, uh, it was practically nighttime, we were all just kind of, like, walking home, you know, uh, we were just talking, it was honestly pretty chill, dude, like, it was just me, Delaney, and Ruth, and Jeremy, of course, and... <laughs> Um, but Jeremy was pretty quiet in the way, so I just kind of forgot about him. No offense to Jeremy. Love him. But anyway, so, uh, we were all just kind of, uh, walking home, and we decided that we need to drop off, uh, Billy's blue jacket. And has blue powder? That is sketchy. And <laughs> Billy has a blue jacket. That starts with a B, like his name. Not really, but you know. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, it was honestly super chill. So we got to his house, we knocked on his door, and we just gave him his jacket. We kind of chilled, and we just kind of like played video games for a bit. Um, we stayed over at his house that night, but I was still kind of concerned and worried, you know? Technically, we had just had a sleepover, but we wanted the big sleepover where we like stayed at, stayed at each other's house um, for like a long time, like weeks, or maybe just a week, you know? Um, to be with Shlee, and so, uh, I called Shlee, and to my surprise, she actually answered, which is weird, because she wasn't talking to us or anything, um, and I was like, hey, Shlee, what's up, where, where have you been, dude, why aren't you calling us back or anything, and she was, 
just like, sorry, I lost my phone, you know? And I was like, okay, but you're not in North Dakota anymore, are you? You're in, insert my home state. You're in like, I'm just gonna say it. You're in California now, right? And she was like, I don't know why I was hesitant to say California. I, okay, I'm stupid, anyway. Uh, so you're in California now, right? And she was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, dude, why, why didn't you say that before? And then I realized, oh, shit, right? She doesn't have her phone. Well, she did have her phone. Um, but I, that also confused me a bit, because, like, I was like, wait, why didn't she call us if she now ha does have her phone? It'd be a weird coincidence if I just, like, called her, you know, the exact second she got her phone. And it's probably charging or something. So I didn't really think much of it. But she was all like, well, I don't think we're going to be able to have our big sleepover. I'm super sorry about that. And this was all at, like, 2 in the morning, dude. Honestly, I feel like I used to never, ever be able to sleep. Like, I used to be a major insomniac. But, like, now I can kind of sleep while I never took any, like, sleeping pills, which is, like, what I should have been doing, but yeah. But the unfortunate thing is, uh, now I wake up at one in the morning. Um, hey, at least I get an early head start, <laughs> perhaps. But anyway, so yeah, uh, everyone was sleeping, so we were kind of just trying to be quiet. But, um, so I was in the kitchen, and Jordan's kitchen was all dark and scary, you know, because it was literally the morning. So I heard something, it was like, boom, and I was like, shut up <laughs> i literally just said shut up like partially it was in the middle of talking and it's cut her off shut up it was so passive aggressive too the way i said it like in that exact tone literally and i was like freaked out so i was just like standing there i was like i am gonna die tonight but yeah sorry it's um late at night out here too but it's actually, like, not cold, so my feet don't hurt. It's just actually really nice out right now. You know, the temperature's good. It's still kind of nice. Anyway, sorry about that. But, yeah, it's currently 7.06 at night right now. And I'm just sitting here on my trampoline <laughs> making a podcast episode. That's kind of wholesome, to be honest. But, yeah. So, um, then I realized it was Jordan. He was like, dude, Pixie, what the hell are you doing up so late? I was like, dude. Oh my god, Jordan, you scared the fuck out of me, dude. You scared the hell out of me. I was literally just calling Shelly, and he was like, oh, I'm just getting some, like, milk and Takis. Milk and Takis? And he was like, yeah, it's really gross. But, you know, it's it's kind of like my midnight snack. And so, um, he kind of joined the call. You know, I put Shelly on speakerphone. We were laughing, you know, having a good time. I didn't know why she wanted to cancel the big sleepover, and every time I asked her about it, she was being so deflective, like, I don't actually want to talk about it, you know, kind of personal, and I was, when she said it was personal, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, that's fine, but yeah, so, um, I literally just realized that I revealed, um, I think I revealed, uh, Billy's name again, but I'm not sure, <laughs> yeah, I probably did, I'll bleep it out if he says it's not okay, once again, he said it was okay, but yeah. So, uh, I just, well, the, the two of us, um, were just like, you know what, we both can't sleep, let's just play more video games, and we did that. We were just playing random video games that had good reviews on Steam, literally just using poor Billy and his mom's credit cards. He was like, I was like, dude, isn't your mom gonna be, like, super pissed off at you? And he was like, ah, don't even worry about it, she's always mad at me. And I'm like, ouch, same. 
But yeah, so that's literally just all we did that entire night. We also played on his um, PS5. And yeah, it was just a super fun night. And she occasionally, um, well, not really occasionally, but she did text us like once or twice. And we got in a video call together while we were still playing video games. And it was honestly super fun. And we made bagels. I call bagels bagels. Fight me. I, but, um, yeah, that's, that's basically all that happened that night. Until there was, like, a pounding on Billy's window. Like, it was terrifying. And we were like, we genuinely, wholeheartedly believe Sasquatch should come to claim his victory. What is? What do we mean by that? Well, we kind of all literally, like, bring... We have this little log that we give gift to Sasquatch to, and we we were like, we have this inside joke that that Sasquatch is victory, and he's gonna come and quote unquote claim his victory, and when he does that, he's just gonna pound on the doors and windows and stuff. Terrifying, I know, but that's based on a real life experience, and if you are not a believer of Sasquatch, get off of my podcast right now. You're not welcome. <laughs> I'm not, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we just kind of, uh, were, like, huddling together. <laughs> it was weird because me and Billy had never really, like, gotten that close to each other. And he's a straight male. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were just kind of, like, super close. And it was kind of awkward because we could both, like, feel each other breathing. And he was like, um, I'm kind of uncomfortable. And he was like, yeah, I am too. But this is terrifying, bro. Never once in my life had I have, have I had an encounter with Sasquatch in person. And we were all just, the two of us were just, like, sharing Sasquatch experiences. And then, and obviously, that had to wake someone up, right? So it did. <laughs> it woke up Papa. It woke up Khalil. I don't know why I just said that. It woke up Papa. It woke up Khalil. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny, but I do. It woke up Papa. It woke up Khalil. <laughs> There's a reason that reminds me of something like on Dora or Caillou. It woke up Papa. It woke up Khalil. I'm sorry, I'll stop saying that. But yeah, I'm j- I'm gonna die when this part replays. But yeah, so, uh, and you know how you wake up and you're just like so confused? Well, obviously Papa was very confused and he was like, where are we? And me and Jordan just, <laughs> it was like a scene in a movie. We just kind of like looked at each other and we're like, mm-hmm, we're doing this. And Jordan was like, dude, we just got kidnapped by Sasquatch. And the banging was like obviously like continuing. It sometimes died down. And he was like, and I, no, I was like, Shh, oh my God, I think that's him. And Papa was so confused and he looked kind of scared. He was like, no. <laughs> he was still being quiet. But then <laughs> his eyes were tight shutting and he was falling back asleep. And I whispered in his ear, Sasquatch is coming to get ya, my boy. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. And me and Jordan just like died. We had to put pillows over our faces to stop us from laughing. Because that, because, because, because <laughs> Khalil was talking in his sleep. And he was saying something about Sasquatch. And then he said, find funny I feel like but the way he said it was just great like we were not talking about corn at all that day that entire week who brought up corn but yeah I guess he was dreaming about Sasquatch force feeding him corn I'm just making that up but you know could be could be 
So, but anyway, we were genuinely confused about the banging. And eventually the bang got so loud and persistent, I guess. It kind of woke everyone up because it used to be just like this, you know. I don't even know if you heard that, but then it went like, you know, like super loud like that. <laughs> and basically everyone was awake at that point, which I guess isn't saying much, you know, because it, since it was just me and Jordan and uh, Papa and Ruth and Jeremy. But yeah. So, um, and, you know, Papa obviously had already waken up at one point in time, but, um, uh, and obviously me and Jordan were awake, so, oh, and Delaney, of course, but, uh, so it was just kind of like Ruth, Jeremy, and Delaney who weren't awake already, um, and, you know, Papa, <laughs> He snuck out of his house just to be with us, because he got in so much trouble, I presume. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, obviously, I feel like his mom... <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I just drunk um, some Coke, but, yeah. I apologize about that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm insane. So I sound like Sasquatch at this point. But anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. I am so dumb. I'm really stupid. Okay, I, genuinely now. Let's continue. God damn, bro. Um, but yeah. So I feel like his mom just kind of like freaked him out. So he was having trouble sleeping that night anyway. So obviously he woke up at one point in the night. Not to mention the whole Sasquatch thing. And us laughing and you know. Obviously, had three things that would keep him up that night, so I'm not even sure. I feel like he, when he was talking about corn and Sasquatch, he was actually, like, awake but, like, half asleep, you know? He, was, he had a lot of things that would be on his mind keeping him up. Because whenever he sneaks out of the house, because, like I said, his mom's strict, and he was running home that day, well, that night, but, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like he was, like, super worried. Whenever he sneak, sneaks out, he like, just gets really paranoid. It's fine, though. Um, he never gets caught. Literally is never. So don't worry about him. <laughs> but yeah. So everyone else was kind of waking up. Delaney was super pissed off. Like, she gets mad when she wakes up. She was like, okay, who is begging? And she started, like, raising her voice super loud. And it was at that point that Billy's mom came in. Because, like, not only was there really loud and obnoxious banging, hmm, but now there's just a child screaming. And I'm Jared. I was about to say Jeremy, <laughs> but yeah, now, um, Billy, <laughs> I was gonna reveal his real name again, <laughs> for the millionth time, uh, Billy never told his mom that he was having people over, because they, she thought we were just going over to play video games, then we'd leave, and so, when she came into the room and just saw, what, like, five, five kids in there, she was just like, Billy? Billy, no. <laughs> she didn't actually say that. But she just kind of stood there silently, and she said, I, Billy, I don't even know what I'm going to do at this point. You keep doing this. I was like, keep, 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 keep doing this? What? <laughs> tell, tell me more. And she was like, look, your little friends can stay the night. I wouldn't have them walk home in the cold. But they are banging and screaming. And Billy was all like, dude, Okay, I know I'm in trouble, but, like, we weren't the ones banging. And she was just kind of, like, silent. Like, then she went, what? Then what's that banging? And he was like, it's outside. It's kind of, like, knocking on the walls in the window. 
and she looked pretty scared and pretty freaked out, and we were too, to be honest. We were kind of, like, hiding it with humor, like, oh, ha-ha, Sasquatch, but, <laughs> oh, ha-ha, Sasquatch, <laughs> oh, ha-ha, Sasquatch, <laughs> oh, that's funny, I don't know why, oh, ha-ha, Sasquatch, oh, okay, I'll, I'll stop repeating my self, but, yeah, I um, don't know why, so don't like that, but, okay, so, uh, she did the thing that everyone knows not to do. She investigated, right? She she went back. She just kind of, like, stepped back a little bit. But, like, she was going to go close the door and do something. But instead, she, like, stopped herself after stepping back. Like, two or three steps. And she walked into Billy's room and looked around. She was rummaging through his drawers and just said, Kids, ignore me. It's fine. Um, I just want to check for something. And we were all like, Okay, and we <laughs> were having our conversation, but it was honestly awkward, because she, um, I was gonna say Jeremy again, Jeremy's mom, Jeremy's mom, every time I mention mom, I'm thinking of Jeremy's mom, <laughs> oh my god, I just lost my mind there for a second, I was pulling off my goddamn hair, dude, but anyway, Jeremy's mom has done something to me, I, <laughs> she did a number on me, I, but yeah, so anyway, uh, um, Billy's mom, um, was there just, like, shoving and pushing us, but yeah, and she's like, to our kids, then she got a flashlight out, and she, it was, like, this big flashlight, literally, it's, like, thicker than a snicker, heavy like a Chevy, dude, <laughs> well, so she un unlocked, um, gonna say Jeremy again, Billy, she unlocked Billy's window, and shone the flashlight, shone, I don't know, shined the flashlight out, and she said, hello, like, as if Sasquatch was going to call back. But then there's just, like, one big, like, really big bang. And she said, oh, hello. <laughs> it was weird. She kept just saying hello. And then there was just, like, this voice outside. It was silent for, like, this long. Hold on. Hello. <laughs> like that, literally, dude. And it was, like, a male voice, and we were, like, so confused. We were, like, what is that even happening? And she shined the flashlight around, but then got this super angry look on her face. Like, no, she wasn't disappointed or scared or worried or sad, anything. She was just mad, straight up pissed off. Like, I've never seen um, Billy's mom this mad before. I was going to say Jeremy's mom again. And she said, now I'm going to make up a fake name for this kid, too. His name will be Pillowcase. <laughs> okay, let's not. But, uh... Hmm. Stan. And... <clears throat> oh, my God, sorry. And so Stan is actually um, Billy's um, brother. I was going to say older brother, but I don't, I don't know the relation. I'm pretty sure he's older, but, you know, still. So, uh... <laughs> they basically well he just was pounding he's like dude you should have let me in and then he looked at all of us and he was like who are you <laughs> he literally has no clue who we even are but yeah so um it was a very the rest of the night was very awkward we just kind of had to share a room with like billy's older brother who's just like sitting there like hi i am billy's brother <laughs> and it was very, um, like I said, awkward, but yeah, so the next morning, well, technically it wasn't really morning, but, um, because it was kind of like just 4 a.m., uh, but yeah, 
Papa Khalil, he ran home so his mom would know that he was gone, and he would be safe, <laughs> and he wouldn't die. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, and he wouldn't die. But yeah, so, uh, that, the day was, <laughs> that day was Friday, so, um, it was, um, now the weekend. So, we were at the shelter, and at the, on weekends, we can choose if we want to go to the shelter or not, we don't have to call, you know, because it's kind of just like a freebie thing, you know? We all usually do, but, you know. Anyway, the shelter felt very weird without Anne there. Like, it was literally just Ruth, um, Jeremy, and I, and it's, it was weird, honestly. <laughs> I said that a million times. But yeah, so I decided to go check up on Coupon. And to my surprise, she had some of uh, Anne's sketchy blue powder on her. ASBP, I think we called it. Yeah! Oh my god, I'm getting used to the acronym! <laughs> but yeah, uh, ASBP, she had it on her. And, uh... Oh my god, I'm stupid. So I, obviously, like I said, didn't want to tell anyone about it so that they wouldn't think I'm, like, Anne and a liar. Technically, I mean, technically, I am, but let's just completely move past that, I. But yeah, so, um, uh, Jeremy actually gave coupon to me, and he was like, dude, there's some more of this blue powder stuff. Remember what we were talking about? A coupon has some of it on her, and I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, trust me, I remember, I mean, there's not really much to forget, we never stopped, well, I never stopped looking for it, but I, outside, I was just like, yeah, oh, no, that sucks, and he was like, yeah, I don't think it belongs to Anne, because Anne's gone, so where do you think it is coming from? And honestly, that's a good question. I didn't know where it was coming from. Because it wasn't there that night, I don't think. And it wasn't there when I left the um, camp. But now I'm sure you guys are thinking, dude, you've been talking about your like real life drama more than the dog drama lately. What is even happening with the dogs? That I will get into this episode and right now. So, we made kind of like a burning thingy outside, it was like a fire, um, and the lady stopped by the shelter as we were making the fire. So, uh, we, cause it was really cold that day, um, and so, uh, we were all just talking, it was the four of us, it felt a lot better having four people there rather than just three, um, because, you know, it's super empty and kind of feels like we're doing a lot less work. Even though I'm not even sure if we are. But yeah. So, uh. Also, I found out that Orion's name's not Orion, it's Orion. Haha. <laughs> I love. I hate being an idiot. I, I, I don't know why I was about to say I love being an idiot, but yeah. So, it's Orion. Anyway. But anyway, yes, that is gonna be some of the drama we're talking about today. I just, I was gonna mention that. So should I keep calling her Orion or Orion? I don't know. Might have to stick to Orion. Because I feel like some people are gonna get extremely triggered, like how they did when I started, when I was calling Coupon, Coup, no, when I was calling what they call Coupon, Coupon. It's pronounced differently everywhere. I call it Coupon, you call it Coupon. Get over it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it to be that passive aggressive. But yeah, I call it coupon, so you know. Um, sorry, y'all, I just saw something. But anyway, so, uh, you also might be wondering, what's up with the kitten? What is happening? And to that, I would say, nothing. Absolutely nothing. But that's actually pretty bad, because we definitely want something to happen. The missing posters are still up literally everywhere. We've even gone to different, like, towns and places. Well, not really towns, but we've gone to different cities and stuff. Um, cause we were all on, like, a little vacation, and speaking of vacation and going to different towns and cities and stuff, where is Schlee? I, that's what ha was on my mind the entire time, as taking care of all the dogs, but my thoughts got interrupted, because then Delaney ran in, and she was all like, I think Chantal is having puppies, and I was like, what?! And obviously, Chog, she already had puppies. I, and she takes care of them every single day, by the way. Wait, y'all want an update about that? There's no real drama going on with it, but I will update you guys later, soon. But yeah, so, uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, do, I dashed over there. I rushed over. And I was like, oh my god. To the, I was met with the sight of, um, Chantal literally just, ugh, puppies what that was so disgusting so foul she was like howling and stuff i was like i mean i heard her howling but i didn't know that was the reason why and she looked exhausted in pain tired and i was like it's okay girl breathe and i i was so confused i didn't know what i should do with a puppy having well i wasn't confused i was worried with a puppy having babies, I was kind of like rubbing her stomach a little bit. She was going like, get away from me, <laughs> you know, but it was intense. I I was like, Jeremy, oh, I, I don't, I didn't sing. I don't know why it's just saying, but yeah, I called and Jeremy instantly. Um, and yeah, and Papa, so I had texted Papa that morning. It was at um, asking if he was cool at home, and his mom didn't find out, and he had just texted me back that exact second, and he said, yeah, by the way, I'm at the shelter, what are you guys doing, and I was like, why is he at the shelter, um, and so I decided to just hit call, because I was kind of helping Chantal have her babies, and, uh, and I put him on speaker, and I was like, I told him everything that happened, dude, I was like, dude, we are having now we are having babies. Chantal, the puppy, is having babies. Well, the dog, you know. And he was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> he literally said, oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm going to come in because I'm literally, like, right outside. I was knocking on the door, but I don't know if you heard me. I was like, cool, dude, just come inside. And he was like, cool, bye. And hung up, and boom, he ran to the shelter. And, uh... Because the door's not really locked on weekends, you know, you can just, um, that is if someone's there, obviously. If someone's not there, then, duh, the door's locked. But if someone isn't, then they have to, you know, call us. There's, like, a phone outside. Anyway. So, we're all just helping her have babies, and Orion came in. And she, she looked really mad. And Sauerkraut was, like, falling behind her, obviously, like, in love. Because he simps for Orion, I'm saying. I'm just telling it, like, how it is. 
and uh, so Delaney was like, you guys should call one of the people who uh, works here at night, and because um, they won't know why there's just babies randomly here. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Because last time when Chuck had all her babies, the people were confused, to say the least. But, yeah, so uh, Delaney said that she and Jeremy would be able to take care. Oh, no, it wasn't Delaney. It was Ruth. So Ruth said that she and Jeremy would be able to take care of the babies. And it was Ruth, her, and Delaney. Ruth, Jeremy, and Delaney. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah. Obviously, there's not two roots. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. But yeah, anyway. So I was like, okay, cool. That's a great idea. So uh, I went back out back with Papa. And Papa was like, dude, I'm just going with you because I don't want to see that. That's really nasty. That's foul. That's gross. And I got a text from Brayden. Like, because I was pulling out my phone. And I got a text from Brayden. By the way, I don't have any of my uh, notifications on. So I, uh, the text was kind of late, actually. It was around the exact same time, not the exact same time, but it was around the time that uh, Papa had texted me, and it was Brain saying, hey, I'm here, what do you want to talk about? I was like, what? What do I want to talk about? And I was like, I just texted back, what? Like, like not even, not, not even, like, my normal text, like, dude, what do you, what WTF are you even on about? <laughs> my guy, you fool. I, I just texted back, what? <laughs> like, I was so confused. <laughs> but yeah, and he was like, you wanted to talk to me about something. I'm here at the shelter. We can talk now. What is it? And I... I didn't know what was happening at that point. Um, I was like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about, but I didn't want to talk to you about anything. And, um, Papa was, like, looking over my shoulder, and he was like, wait, you didn't want to talk about anything? Why'd you call us here, then? I was like... What? I I was confused. They both thought that I had called them there. And eventually, my phone was, like, blowing up with people saying, Hey, dude, I'm here. Open the door. And I was even hearing knocks at the door. I was, like, I decided, I completely forgot about the whole talking to the um, people that work there at night thing. thing and uh, I ran. I dashed over to everyone um, at the puppy thing. Uh, <laughs> at the puppy thing, dude, I'm stupid. Yeah, everyone, um, buy Orion sauerkraut, and now milk, and coupon, and also just Chantal having her puppies. And puppy was there, and bracket. So it was like their entire gang. Whole entire thing, honestly. I. So, uh, I asked everyone else, hey, have you guys been getting, like, these texts of, a friend saying that they're here, and we want to talk to them about something, and they're all like, no, except something was weird when they all said no, then I realized what it was, Delaney was gone, I was like, where's Delaney, what happened to her guys, and it was just Jeremy and Ruth, and Jeremy kind of just like looked down, and Ruth said, oh, yeah, um, she had to go to the bathroom, and I had to go, too, but, yeah, and so I was like, okay, is she still in the bathroom, and obviously she is, I don't know why I asked, but everything was kind of happening at once, and I was getting stupid, bushy brain, but, um, Jeremy was like, yeah, so she was honestly being really weird, so I don't know 
I don't think she's actually in the bathroom because she went the wrong way. They like they didn't go in the bathroom. And Ruth was like, "Yeah, dude, I falling through so I can try and stop her." But eventually, I just decided to uh, you know go to the bathroom because I had to go really bad and she wasn't coming. And I was just like, "Weird, okay." And she was like, "Yeah, you should probably go talk to her about it." And so I wasn't worried about the whole all of my friends trying to come see me thing. I don't know. It could have been a prank just to freak me out. Me and Papa both agreed on that, but yeah. Papa kind of followed me around that whole entire day. Not really the day, but the whole time we got to the shelter. Uh, And so we were looking everywhere for Delaney. We went to the place Jeremy said she was. We turned a bunch of corners. We could absolutely not find her until we heard a noise. It was kind of like... It was so weird. I was like... Papa, dude, shut up. He wasn't even talking, but I told him to shut up. And I just kind of, like, gently opened the door. Like, really? Oh, so I wouldn't make any noise. And I saw Delaney on the floor. Knife stabbed into her and everything. Delaney! I was, like, screaming. Delaney! What happened? What are you doing? What... What, what are you doing on the floor? And at the time, I could just barely see the stab one since her jacket was covering it. Obviously, someone did that on purpose. They opened up her jacket, stabbed her right there, and then covered it up with her jacket by zipping it. I know that it was weird because Delaney rarely ever zips up her jacket, so I thought she was like probably cold and taking a nap or something. Until, I, um, until Papa was like going super suspicious detective and stuff and unzipped her jacket and boom massive knife wound and he was like dude i saw the blood bleeding through we need to rush you to the hospital immediately and so she was barely even talking she was saying weird stuff i don't know it was it didn't make literally any sense it'd be useless for me to repeat it but she was basically just saying stuff like blue just the color blue she was saying blue and I was like, for some reason, my mind instantly went to sketchy blue powder and blue jacket and the color of Ruth's hair. And so I was like, oh, that's probably the last thing she saw before she got stabbed. Ruth wouldn't stab her, though. She had no reason to. She's not the type of person. Pop was, like, speculating, though. He was like, I, I don't know if we can be so sure about that. We should check her for weapons, you know, check her for knives, check her for anything. We, on at this point, it's like a whisper argument. But yeah, so we were rushing Delaney to the hospital, and Ruth, Ruth and Jeremy were like, oh my god, dude, they were both freaking out. Like, Ruth looked genuinely scared and worried and concerned. At this point, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get suspicious vibes from Ruth, Ruth but like, I, I feel like it was kind of like an accident, you know? And Papa was like, she did it on purpose, if it was her. And we were kind of like, you know, just speculating. And so, uh, Jeremy was also looking very suspicious. And obviously, I didn't want to accuse my own boyfriend of doing this. But, like, the way he kind of looked down when I asked him questions and was kind of talking in a monotone, uh, you know, like, he usually had this happy, cheered up, really loud, bouncy voice, you know? But he was talking, like, really monotone, really quiet, like, out of it. So, um, like, he was worried we'd find out. But it was weird. Overall. 
and so I still was hooked on the idea, both of us were in fact, me and Papa were both kind of hooked on the idea that it was a uh, roof, but yeah, at the car ride, we were all kind of silent, except um, Ruth, who was, Ruth and Jeremy, who were both asking, what happened, where did you find her? We told them the whole story, aside from us arguing about who it could be, um, and Jeremy just was like absolutely silent the rest of the ride after that part. He was like, by the way, like after a couple minutes of absolutely nothing but awkward silence, he was like, by the way, what were you guys arguing about um, after we found the body? We both heard something. Why aren't you guys telling us about it? And we were like, oh no. But um, I just randomly thought of something. I was like, we were arguing about like if one of us did it because, you know, we were both like papa was going to go like to the bathroom going to the bathroom is a good excuse right um and i had like hurt my arm because i dropped my phone you know i sorry i hurt my foot because i dropped my phone so i was just kind of like you know i'm gonna go to the um go get some ice and they know my phone's like really like hard and stuff so obviously boom dropping it on my feet would hurt and they're like no um jeremy was all like why would you drop your phone like what would cause you to do that i was like i know jeremy's not saying that it's me i'm getting serial killer vibes from you dude but yeah he's my boy so i wouldn't just accuse him like that but he was kind of accusing me like not straight up but i was like you know what if you're gonna be the random bush and be all passive aggressive then maybe i can too i was like jeremy why were you like talking like super quiet and looking down and avoiding my question before we even found Delaney's body. And he was like, dude, I have the right to feel exhausted. Like, Delaney's been acting weird all day. You know, she randomly came to the shelter and Khalil randomly came to the shelter and suddenly got all these texts about people coming to the shelter. Not to mention the fact that I've been trying to help out Chantal have her babies and all these other dogs are rushing. It's just kind of, you know, it's exhausting to me. And I w and he was like, why don't you answer my question? And I was like, oh my god, okay, so we're doing this, I suppose. We were straight up accusing each other. We're dating. We shouldn't do this. But we were accusing each other. And I was, um, I, and then I was like, well, the reason I got my phone was because, and I just made up an excuse. It was so cold outside, so obviously my fingers hurt. Not to mention the fact that I... So we have this inside joke that like I'm like the clumsy one and I drop everything and I was like not to mention the fact that I'm like super clumsy and I was getting all these texts it was like you said it would be exhausting so it was in fact exhausting to me so I just kind of accidentally dropped my phone and he was like all right fair enough but if it's so cold outside why didn't you just touch your toes with your fingers as ice so I was like you got me there Jerry Bear <laughs> um and I just kind of leaned back. I was like, why are you even accusing me? How do we know this wasn't an accident? And he was like, well, I could say the same thing to you. And I said, well, I'm only accusing you because you're accusing me. And this is just, it got insane. Eventually, though, we did reach the hospital. But yeah, so we all got to the hospital eventually. I was extremely on edge. You know, we were all... The accusations were just everywhere. Dude, honestly, everyone was accusing everyone.
but Jeremy was accusing me most of all, which hurt, obviously. But n nonetheless, I still, you know, I I just decided to try and forget about it. And we had to reach the hospital at a point. Um, sorry if I sound, you know, kind of more quiet. I'm trying to raise my voice up so I can film the podcast because you guys know how how it is. It's gonna get really quiet once I upload it, but it's. Whole thing has just taken a really big toll on me, and until I get my microphone, I can't really, yeah, you know. So turn your volume up really loud. Okay. Sorry um, about that, but yeah. So uh, we had to leave Delaney at the hospital, obviously for a while, about three days, and when we heard this. That just made the accusations, you know, kind of b bubble up, I guess you could say, again. And, you know, everyone was just blaming everyone. Khalil was the only one who hadn't gotten in on the blaming everyone thing. He was just kind of standing next to me. I feel like he knew it wasn't me because we both found it together and he knows I wouldn't do that. But Jeremy sure didn't. Sorry, I shouldn't raise my voice or anything, but Jeremy continuously accused me, and that pissed me off, but what really set me off the absolute most was when he accused Khalil. Poor Papa, he was just standing there so silently, so worried about his friend, scared, but he was trusting me, and he was the only person that even trusted me. And I was getting accused, and I'm honestly thinking it's Jeremy at this point. And now they're both accusing him. At this point, I raised my voice just like I'm doing now. I apologize for that. And then I slapped Jeremy straight up across the face. And Ruth got, like, so weird about it. Well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't want someone to slap your friend. But, like, would you want someone to accuse your best friend either? He was accusing me. And I feel like Ruth wasn't saying anything to accuse me personally anymore. But, like, I feel like she was, like, silently siding with him and agreeing with him, you know? Because she was not saying anything. She only ever got mad when I accused Jeremy. But when Jeremy accused me and Papa, it was completely fine by her. So what the hell? What is happening? I was just like so I thought it was an attack gone wrong at that point they had both done it to Delaney that's why they were both weird about the whole thing but yeah I I, I looked at Papa and he looked at me really sad like as if he was gonna cry straight up and I was just like I'm so sorry about this whole thing we're going home come on Khalil and we're not driving you and Jeremy um, doesn't have a car, but Ruth does. And she was like, who cares? It's my car that we rode here in. So it really doesn't matter. You guys can walk home. And we were like, no, we're driving. This car never belonged to you. And that is true. In fact, that was like our entire group car, you know? It's like the shelter's car. But we all agreed. We signed a handmade contract that agreed 
It was Jeremy, me, and Anne. The beginning of the shelter when we all used to be best friends. When me and Anne were still friends. Um, and uh, we all signed a contract saying that doesn't matter what situation we are in. If someone in the shelter needed to use the car, then they can have the car. And because it, it belonged to the entire shelter. And so I was like, this is not your car, it's the shelter's car. And right now, I need to use it. And in the contract, it does in fact state that whoever needs to use the car, if they're in the shelter, they get to use the car. Honestly, Ruth was just being insane about this whole thing. And she was, and we got into this, we, well, I, it wasn't even a massive argument. She was kind of like yelling at me, but I was running, sprinting, in fact, out of the hospital just to get to the car. I didn't care about walking home, to be honest. I was just being really petty at that point and just wanted to see Ruth fall, you know. I, I feel like neither of us cared. We were more concerned about who would look stupider. But at that point, she looked stupider than Jupiter. I'm so sorry. I apologize about that. That was... I shouldn't be making jokes in a moment like this, but at that point, <laughs> I killed the vibe, didn't I? Alright, get back in the vibe. Now. <laughs> Sorry. But at that point, me and Cole, we were both just sitting in the car. We didn't honestly know where we were going to drive to. We didn't want to go to the shelter. Um, we didn't know if we wanted to go home, but we, we honestly didn't want to go home. I asked him if he wanted to go to his house, and he was like, no, I don't really feel like it. I don't want to go to the shelter. I don't want to go to your house. I just want to go somewhere. I was like, okay, well, we should think about this. Maybe we could go to Subway or something, because we both love Subway. I like Starbucks, you know, just like a nice little cafe, maybe. And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. And so we both just chilled at Subway <laughs> over there. It was, uh, it would have been a nice, cute moment between us. You know, we're best friends and all. But it just, it, honestly, it wasn't. It was just bad. I then got a call from Brayden, Gaden, um, and he hadn't been calling me for, like, the past couple, not really the past couple of weeks, just the past week. So it was honestly a pleasant surprise, because I really missed him, honestly. I'd be the one that would have to call him, and he'd just, like, barely talk. And so I asked him what that was about, and he was like, honestly, I'm really sorry about that, you know. But, like, now his class is doing something extremely important in studies, and he's on, I'm honestly super proud of him right now, dude. He's literally studying. Okay, so his parents wanted him to become a teacher because his mom was a teacher. His dad was a principal. And so they wanted him to become a teacher, but he didn't want that. But he kept trying to get into that college. But then a couple of weeks ago, he just decided, you know what, screw it. I'm going to do what makes me happy. And you know what that is? It is becoming a mechanic. And so he is now getting more interested in the mechanic studies and he's kind of like switched classes you know so that way he could study to get into a college or he could be a mechanic and yeah it's all just like i'm so proud of him so i was like you know what dude honestly completely you don't even have to talk to me dude right now you can just like do your mechanic study stuff and he's like honestly thank you that means a lot to me but yeah i'll try to squeeze some time in for you guys but, um, so anyway, I was very confused at why he was calling me, since he would usually be studying, or else, you know, cooking, studying, wa wake up, study, cook, study, cook, sleep, study, sleep. 
probably studied in his sleep at this point, honestly. But yeah, that's basically what his entire life consisted of these um, weeks, and probably for a long, long, long time. I'm obviously going to, like, miss hanging out with him a lot, but like he said, he'll squeeze some room for us. But anyway, I'm proud of him for that, like I said a million times. I'm just really happy. But yeah, so that was really, like, bringing up my mood. M me thinking about the whole thing, you know, obviously it makes me really angry when I have to repeat the Delaney stuff. Getting accused by Jeremy, and uh, yeah, whole entire mess, honestly. It just, I hated every single second of it. And, but you know, talking about this whole thing with Gaiden getting into, you know, trying to study for the college he wants into, it makes me a lot happier. But anyway, moving on. Uh, I decided, well, also, I was really confused, so I decided to ask, by the way, dude, um, why did you call me, you know? Because we were just, like, saying hi and making jokes and laughing at first. But then he was like, I, at first I thought, oh, yeah, he's probably just, like, you know, trying to talk because we haven't seen each other in, like, forever. But he was like, yeah, there's actually something important I wanted to talk to you about. And I was like, what, what is it? And he was like, why aren't you at the shelter? You told me to come. And I was like, I completely forgot about that. And I said, dude, you know what, tell everyone that if I get those, if they get those weird call thingies about me wanting to meet them at the shelter, those texts, whatever you guys are getting, tell them that it's not me and I don't actually want to meet them at the shelter. Um, I'm kind of busy right now. And he was like, you seem really upset right now. Like, dude, what's happening? And I told him everything about the Delaney, the accusations. The puppies, the puppies were like the last thing on my mind, obviously. But you know, it still was a bit concerning that all the dogs were left there all alone. And I thought, oh my god, so unprofessional. I have to call someone. And he was like, dude, you have to. Okay, I'll hang up now. Bye. And we said our goodbyes, and you know, I had to call someone, obviously, to go over there. Um, but when I looked, I checked. I couldn't find any of their numbers. And the only ones, you know, whose numbers weren't like blocked or deleted and I could find weren't responding to me when I called them. I was like, why is everybody always going missing on this podcast in my life, honestly? I was just like, Khalil, do you, Papa, do you know anything that's happening? Can you check if everyone's like still in your contacts in your phone and like all the people that usually come and work when there's an emergency or it's nighttime? And he's like, sure. And lo and behold, they were not there. And the weird thing was, it was the exact same people for that were blocked and slash or deleted on both of our phones. But yeah, I, they just weren't answering, were not responding. I texted them, called them, didn't know if they could see it or not. But yeah, so um, we both decided, you know what, we will just take our subs, listen to some, you know, funny videos on YouTube, take our mind off the whole thing. And uh, just overall, we're just gonna have a good time, you know, go home. But when we walked outside, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just getting really heated about this, very mad. When we walked outside, the van, the car, not there. <laughs> Ruth had taken it, I knew it was Ruth. Cause, cause why wouldn't it be? It is cause why wouldn't it be? No doubt in my mind, it was Ruth. 
So I, oh, I just got so mad right there. And then I was like, Papa, we're going to the shelter. Come on, we're walking. She, she, she may or may not be there. I don't know. We went there. She was not there at the shelter. <laughs> she and Jeremy were having a fun time out. And I was just getting so mad about it. While her and Jeremy are out there having a good time, I'm stressing out over Delaney. The accusations, my van literally just got stolen away from me. Well, not my van, but another shelter's van. And uh, the van just got stolen away in the middle of our what was supposed to be a nice, relaxing day. And just an entire mess, dude. The day was a literal mess. I, like... You know, and the people not, you know, the people not responding, and the people that got deleted and slash or blocked, everything was just spiraling into my mind, um, but I decided, you know what, hell, let's just check, you know, and see, check on the dogs overall, just see how they're doing, and see if any of the people who came at, uh, night were there, or during emergencies were there. I walked in, they were all there. All the people that I uh, called um, and that didn't respond back to me. So <laughs> I was just so confused. Um, and I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking back to this, like, what is even happening? Because today it was, not today, sorry. Uh, but that day was just honestly the most stressful day of my literal entire life. It was getting pretty dark at that point. It was, like, 6-something p.m. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, it depends on where in the world you are at the moment. Um, but yeah, here, um, that is really dark right now. Um, for the time being. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so, uh, the people were all like, um, we, we got your text. We got your text saying that, uh, we should, um, all be here. And I was just like, oh, um, well, you guys should have, like, responded or something. I didn't think you guys would be here. And they were all like, we did. We <laughs> we responded. Like, I don't know. I honestly was so confused, dude. They're, they're all, literally, every last one of them is, uh, is uh, what, what's the word? Uh... Claiming, they're all claiming that they responded, and I checked my phone like five more times, dude. I was so like, what? Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, I must have like a glitch in my phone or something. Oh, that's probably why. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Shlee wasn't texting me anymore, and she wasn't responding anymore. So I decided that <laughs> I was gonna like call Jordan, cause like, oh, fuck, I said his name again. Anyway, I, uh, I'll just say his name, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> I'll just say his name, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> that was weirdly funny to me, I don't even know why. Jordan, 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 Jordan. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, uh, I, uh, I, I decided that, for some reason my brain wasn't really working, like, oh, these people can't respond to your calls, essentially. Um... Because they didn't before, and most of them weren't able to, like, you know, you couldn't see the text, the text responses that you got from most of these people. There was probably something wrong with the communication in your phone, but no, I decided to call Jordan, 
obviously he didn't answer, so it suddenly clicked. I was like, duh, dirt or I'm stupid. Dude, but I, but then like, Ruth and Jeremy walked out and they were like talking with each other and they, and Jeremy looked like <laughs> super sad and Ruth just looks like pissed off, dude. And then they obviously saw us. We just like stared at each other for a little bit. And then when, and then this one guy, um, he's one of the people that I texted, so I texted to, uh, he was working there, and he was like, um, <laughs> why are you guys all here? Like, you usually don't call us here unless you're, like, all gone, and, uh, then I was like, oh, Ruth was probably the one that called them all here. That's, like, they didn't see my text or something, they responded to Ruth, because, like, um, I even did this thing, see, where I tried texting Khalil, and, uh, he was able to receive my text, and I was able to see his response. So, I was like, uh, yeah, that's probably what happened. They probably got me and Ruth mixed up, since they, like, never, ever see us, we never see each other. But then, Ruth was all like, uh, yeah, what was the point of calling them here? Obviously, we're gonna come right back. Will you obviously park? <laughs> she made me so mad at this, for some it's super petty. She's like, when you're obviously dumb enough to park the van right in front of a subway, dude. Like, at least go somewhere else if you're gonna steal my stuff. And then that exact same guy who's home. Sorry, I just saw someone walking, and it's like super late at night right now. It's like the middle of the night, and I'm just like walking across the street right now. Don't worry, it's completely safe. It's fine. Uh, I'm saying that without any proof of evidence, but yeah, I'm just walking down the street currently. Um, and there, there's just, like, this one guy, and I, I'm walking kind of, like, in circles right now, and he just appeared, because, like, he wasn't there before, I was just like, whoa, how'd you get there? He's wearing all white, so he's like a ghost, <laughs> and it was terrifying. Ooh, okay. <laughs> my, <laughs> the fear in my voice was hilarious. Okay, anyway, sorry about that, y'all, sorry, sorry. Okay. But, um, anyway, I was like, what? Like, so confused. I was so angry, I was pissed off, too, that she called me an idiot. No, she, well, she called me stupid. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, dude, you were so petty. Like, I thought we settled this already. Like, what? And then, suddenly, oh, no, wait. So, yeah, uh, that guy, he's, like, blonde. He has green eyes. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, and he was, um... His hair is really pretty. Oh my god, I'm not getting a crush on him. I'm not, I promise, I swear. We do end up friends at the end of this. Not gonna spoil anything, but he was like, wait, you're talking about the van, right? You can't steal something that belongs to the company, the business. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That was my noise of excitement, by the way. I know it sounded like an ape, like a baboon. But yeah, I was like, She <laughs> Ruth, three against two. Ha, ha, ha. Which isn't that great, but you know, three against two, still better than, uh, two against two. So yeah. And then this other girl chimed in, she was like, yeah, this belongs to everyone. But I don't think you should have used it without her permission. I was like, shut up, you don't know what's happening. But it's in my favor. Like that one guy agreeing with me without knowing what's happening. I was like, yeah, I agree, he's correct. But then that one girl who also didn't know what was happening, um, defended Ruth, I was like, no, you're incorrect, you are wrong, because I'm like that, you know, <laughs> I don't know what that was, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> I keep making gross animal noises, but yeah, so, uh, 
we basically just had this argument, and then the and then another guy who has like black hair and um um I think I don't know why I'm describing their appearances to you, but yeah, um black hair and uh, blue eyes, kind of like just butted in. He's like, I don't I don't want to really interrupt you guys' argument, but like. The dogs were kind of, like, getting a little bit stressed out, and they were like, sorry. And he was like, what, what are you talking about with Delaney? What's happening with her? Um, because Delaney actually occasionally, like, sometimes goes over at night because she doesn't really know, you know, uh, what times we're there and what times we're not. Uh, so, um, uh, I didn't really think she talked to any of them. She was just like, oh, sorry, I apologize. I, I, I came here for someone else. I should not be here right now. And she would have left, right? I, that's why I would have assumed. I was like, you you know who Delaney is? Because, like, that's weird because she doesn't work here. And he's like, yeah, she stops over every night and chills with us. We just kind of hang out. Her, Jordan, and some other kid. I was wondering who the some other kid was. Um, then I instantly, my mind just went to Stan because, you know, they're, they're brothers and Delaney's friends with both of them. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, uh, it's just like the three of them. I didn't know that they came here. I didn't, I didn't know that Stan came here ever at all. And so he was like, Stan, no, that's, that's not the name. I, I remember his name, like, I don't know. It was, that wasn't it though. I'm pretty sure she said I'd remember, though. I was like, oh my god, dude, I wish I could. But then, um, but then the blonde guy was like, yeah, um, I never really talked to Delaney, but what what's happening with her? It seems kind of serious. And then Jeremy just instantly pointed at me and Khalil and said, they tried to literally commit manslaughter. And we were like, dude, you are jumping to conclusions. First of all, it was not us. And second of all, at least, at least, bruh, at least we didn't just right off the bat assume manslaughter, you know? Like, it could have been an accident, you know? Like, a fist fight gone wrong or something. And they were both like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, you're trying to cover it up. And then Khalil's just like, dude, you guys have no evidence that it's not you either, <laughs> like... You can't just be throwing out random wild accusations like that without literally any evidence at all. And then Ruth was all like, yeah, except we're each other's alibi. Me and Jeremy were together. Um, so. And if Delaney wakes up, then she can even confirm uh, for us, okay? And Ruth sounded so sure that she was almost kind of convincing. But... Something that really just, I guess, rubbed me the wrong way was when she said, if Delaney wakes up, rather than when Delaney wakes up. How, how do you know she's not going to wake up? Or, well, why do you think she might not wake up? It was just a stab wound, it looks like. Or maybe something was lodged into her chest. Khalil said randomly out of the blue. I was kind of taken aback by this. Like, was he looking at it? Or... But obviously Jeremy had the exact same thought, except instead of thinking, hey, that's actually really smart, Khalil, like a normal person would, he was like, see? He was around her long enough to be able to see the, the wound. It's like, dude, we all were. We were all in the car. And plus, we found her body, dude. 
but it was it was overall chaos. And so the blonde guy and then the other guy with black hair were just kind of standing there awkwardly until the blonde guy interrupted our argument and was like, whoa, wait, hold on. So Delaney's like dead, but he, he sounded like he thought we were joking or something, like pranking him. And the black, and the black haired guy was like, okay, dude, that's actually not funny. And we were like, seriously, like, why would we just randomly hate each other? And then I was honestly, I lost the words. No one decided to finish my sentence and it was just awkward. The, and then Papa, after a couple minutes of awkward silence staring at each other, all four or five of us, Papa just said, we don't actually know if she's dead though. It, it could have just been a maybe fractured rib cage. The bullet or stab wound or whatever was thrown right into her chest, whatever hit her chest. It wasn't actually exactly by her rib cage. And Jeremy randomly butted in and said, why was he, how did he find enough time to just uh, like, you know, examine the wound? Like, dude, we all did. Bro, we were in the car together for the millionth time, bro. For the last time, dude, we were all in the car together. It was insane. But after, before I started yelling at him about that, the little I completely ignored Jeremy like uh, an adult. And he he just continued on with the sentence. But so anyway, oh, sorry, I'm kind of falling down a little bit. I'm on something rickety. Anyway, so uh, he said, now obviously I couldn't really see that well, and I didn't really want to touch it. To get an exact measurement, but it looked like the stab wound, or whatever kind of wound it was, just completely, the hole itself was, like, only a couple inches wide, four or five centimeters, mo, at, like, you know, probably, dude, yeah, um, and he was like, the reason it looked so big was because of the blood. You could clearly see because the blood is like new, fresh, and shiny. When the car hit a jolt, whenever it hit a stone, or whenever someone turned, because we're all arguing, the shine on the blood would move a little bit. But whenever there was a stab wound, that wouldn't naturally happen, you know? The blood would just sink deeper in. That way, while I was examining the body a little bit more, I was able to see that it's only about five centimeters well, long and big. That kind of shut us all up. <laughs> I was glad, too. Even if it had stunned me as well, at least I knew that Jeremy and Ruth had shut up finally. Me and Jeremy both looked at each other straight in the eye as if saying, yeah, I know. We both knew what had happened. We had broken up. <laughs> That's obvious. I couldn't be with someone like that anymore. And apparently, he was done with me too. Stupid Jeremy.
stupid, honestly. The only word that comes to mind when thinking of his dumb, ugly face that I kind of still like. Um, the blonde guy, who seemed to be comforting the guy with black hair, rubbing his back, and well, while the black-haired guy was just stuttering a little bit, he was the one doing most, if not all, of the talking. He said, wow, Khalil, that's, that's really smart of you. Cool, that's your name, right? Uh, sorry if I get some of you mixed up. No, that's fine, he said. That's actually a good idea. Maybe I could help? Me? Me and maybe some of the other people here. He said, choking on his words a bit. I'm Corey, and he pointed to the guy with the black hair. That's Austin. We've been best friends for a long time. This was honestly a bit comforting. Because Khalil has black hair and I have blonde hair. And as dumb and stupid as this sounds. And <laughs> like I said, as dumb and stupid as this sounds, it was still comforting to me at the time. We both have blonde and, well, <laughs> I have blonde hair, he has black hair. And we've also been best friends for a long time. So I felt like there were two things we could relate to. But then the one thing we could relate to most of all was the fact that we, all four of us, badly wanted to prove that the killer was, or attempted killer, as it seemed. It was, it seemed like they were trying to murder her. Or one of them was trying to murder Delaney and the other was manipulating. It was getting manipulated, sorry. The guy with the black hair finally spoke up. His voice was quiet and timid. He sounded like he genuinely believed the fact that Delaney was going to die on the spot. Um, Jordan, he said. Ruth looked at him for a little bit. Yeah, what about him? Jordan's on our side, by the way. We called him. We told him the full story. You guys are psychotic. You're crazy. We, we all... Then, the black-haired guy cut him off. That was the kid's name. Sorry, the one I couldn't remember. It was always Delaney and Jordan and some other kid. That other kid had to be Stanley. I know they already said that it wasn't Stanley, and if it was, they would remember it, but I, well, I had my mind set on Stan. So, I just... Shrugged it off. I was like, oh, okay. I'll have to ask them about that. And then Jeremy was like, you can't actually because they're on my side and they blocked your number. And I was like, oh my god, what? No way in hell did they convince Jordan of all people. Literally one of the smartest kids when it comes to, you know, not math or school or anything, but stuff like arguments and seeing who's right or wrong. At this point, I was starting to question my own sanity. I was like, wait, what? Khalil, you, you, you saw that too, right? You saw that we just walked in on Delaney's dead body. We walked in, both of us together. And Khalil kind of took a couple steps back. You're not doubting me, are you? You don't think that I killed her and then, and then just walked in with you? I don't think that would even be possible. 
I felt insane at that moment, honestly, dude. Like, I, I was, like, batting between Ruth and Khalil. I knew that it sounded impossible, and Khalil would never, ever do something like that. But it only seemed possible. But then, Austin spoke up. There are cameras here everywhere. We could see what happened. Trust me on that one. My smile was huge at that point. I gave Khalil a little pat on the back as if to say, sorry, man. I, I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what came over me. But look, this is our evidence. He looked over at me and his smile was huge. He was like, and then we both looked over at them. almost like a scene in a movie. And I, I just, <laughs> I was all like, get Jordan over here. We need to show him what's up. And they were like, fine, mostly fine by me. You, you guys can go and go to his house. We don't trust you with the van. So you're going to have to, we're going to watch the van and make sure you guys don't take it. And because it was practically all out of gas, so I don't know what they were thinking we were going to do with it anyway. But yeah, so uh, we are like, fine, fine by us, dude. So we walked over to Jordan's house. He didn't answer the door. Jordan, okay, I get that you trust Ruth and Jeremy more than us. But come on, dude. At this point, that's me, by the way, talking. I, uh, I was just so tired of this shit, honestly. I s tried to open this door, but it was completely locked. This is his house door, so I was trying to call him, you know. He had blocked my number, unfortunately. Uh, the bobby pin thing, like in movies, doesn't work. So I just decided, if we actually are dealing with the murder, then I'm completely justified. And Khalil, literally, we have this inside joke that we're the same person. He's like the female version of me, and he can read my mind, and we're like twins or something from alternate reality. <coughs> I'm like, I'm him from an alternate reality, and I'm just like in this reality. It, it makes a lot more sense if you were there in the moment, but yeah. He literally read my mind practically, dude. He picked up a rock before it, not even a rock, dude, massive stone, just boom, smash, crash. His window, Jeremy's, not Jeremy's back. Jordan's window, boom, completely destroyed by that fierce stone throw, honestly. I was like, you literally just read my mind, dude. And he was like, to be honest, knowing you, I had a feeling that was what you were thinking. And we were both laughing as we were, like, hopping through the window. Jordan! We were both screaming. We were honestly, like, kind of confused. Like, because his car was there. And we were like, did... Did we just... Is Jordan going on a walk with his family? And we literally just broke his window. And I was like, it's fine. Uh, if that really did happen, we could, we could pay for it. Except something in me knew that that didn't happen. For some reason, I felt like I had some sort of memory. But I couldn't quite place my finger on it. Until the second I stepped into that house and saw exactly what I thought I saw in the window. When I'd pulled out to the driveway with Khalil. I brushed it off as, you know, just him walking around, though. His blue jacket. I didn't think it was on the coat because I could see his skin. I could see that he was clearly wearing the blue jacket, but I couldn't really make it out. I could only make out his figure. God, if I had only known what I would see when I walked in through the window. Jordan bloody a mess.
his wound is a lot deeper and 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 bitter big bigger bigger sorry, than Delaney's Khalil was practically tripping over his own sentences I didn't want to say anything I didn't know what to say Jordan sorry about that I, I was screaming at the top of my lungs I dashed over to him I then a random thought crossed my mind Chantal just had puppies and I was like, shut up, my brain, dude, mind, cut it out, dude, who cares about Chantal having puppies? And then I was like, as I was like shaking, like Jordan trying to find out if his heart was beating, you know, trying to find out if he still had any breath left in him, Khalil was doing the exact same thing, or else maybe he was trying to, you know, see how deep or big the wound was, see what could have caused it, how it all happened, but anyway... Another random voice came in my head. What about the puppies? And I was just like, oh my god, if my mind doesn't shut up, I'll just I'll just end up like Jordan, except I'll I'll just bang my head against Jordan's head. And then as I thought of banging heads together, I thought of Chantal and um I thought of uh wait what sorry, <laughs> Chantal and Whitney both banging their heads together and kissing. And I was like, oh my god, why am I thinking about this at a moment like this? Then I had a sudden thought. Wait, hold on. Chantal and Whitney are both girls. There's no way that she could have had puppies. And god, why am I even thinking about this at a moment like this? But the thought wouldn't leave my mind. In the back of my mind, it was just lingering. Khalil had already moved on. I felt like I could hear him screaming at me. But the voice in my head was louder, talking about... Chantal cheated on Whitney, and Whitney just can't catch a break. I wonder, what do disguises? But then the voice in my head got cut off. Pixie, we are leaving, dude. You're staring at that dead body. I get that, you're traumatized. But come on, this is creepy. We have to go, we have to tell the police. Or something, someone. I was like, Austin, no, we have to go back to the shelter and tell Austin. I don't know why that was my go-to, but I felt like I just needed to see Chantal, the puppies, Whitney, Sauerkraut, Austin, Corey. Wait, Sauerkraut? I wasn't even thinking about him. Sauerkraut lingered in my mind as I, as well, I alone ran to the shelter. Khalil wasn't the type of person to leave me be, but... And he came to his senses, but he was running to the police station at first, all alone. I felt bad, horrible for leaving him like that. But I, I just, I felt like I had to go over there and just seek comfort. Well, he got help, I seeked comfort, because that's just the type of friendship he had. Except, usually the roles were reversed. Usually when something traumatic happened, he was the one that needed comfort, and I was the one seeking help. I was the one that usually took action, and he just kind of sat back and relaxed, trying to calm himself down, doing anything possible, but the roles were definitely reversed. He was so determined. It was it was sweet to see him like that, honestly. I respected him for that. I appreciated it so much. The exact millisecond I had come into the shelter, I burst in. I felt Khalil ram himself into my back on accident. Sorry, he said. But I couldn't leave you alone. Come on, it, 
not only is it scary for me, but I, I bet it's probably scary for you too, right? His voice was shaking, quivering. Austin and Corey were holding the puppies. It's so weird, I thought. I was just thinking of the puppies. I wasn't even responding to Khalil, and I only... Repeating it now, I only just realized how weird I must have looked. Sitting there, not even responding to my own best friend, freaking out. Wondering if I'm okay, asking if I was scared. I just walked over. I told them everything. Such a calm voice, it wasn't like me. Naturally, I'd usually be freaking out in this situation. Banging around, calling police. Calling an ambulance, but... I just wanted to tell them about everything that had happened. I wanted to talk to Whitney, which is weird. I I love talking to dogs, of course, but that's so stupid in a moment like this. Whitney! I said the exact second she walked into the room. It's convenient that she had walked in randomly. I don't know if I'm making any sense right now, but it's like as if the universe had just read my mind. Whitney, Chantal's cheating on you. That's obvious. I'm sure you already knew that. These puppies aren't yours, because they're both girls, and that wouldn't really work, you know? She... I felt like understood where I was coming from, even though she's a dog, you know? But, uh, Chantal just kind of ignored us all. Sauerkraut walked into the room. That man whore, I thought. In fact, I probably whispered it, even. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Sauerkraut. That's true. Uh, I, for some reason, a shock went through my body. I knew, in fact, I knew from the deepest depths of my heart that, uh, Chantal had cheated on Whitney with sauerkraut after sauerkraut cheated on Whitney with milk, of whom he cheated on with coupon before they broke up, and who knows what he's been up, getting up to. And now he's cheating on milk again by doing this, except Milk's cheating on him, so what's even happening? Do I even know what's going on? I've been so focused on my own drama, I never even thought to think about the dogs, which is what built my entire career. But my career, what, what even is it? Multiple thoughts were slamming through my mind. Austin and Corey were freaking out as Cole told them the whole story. I was too busy talking to Whitney and Chantal. I did snap out of my thoughts the exact second I heard them say my name, though. Pixie seems really out of it. Yeah, I think it's just the shock, all the trauma going through her right now. I didn't know what they meant at the time, but only now do I realize I probably seem like a total maniac, like a total freak. The exact second I see two of my friends are murdered, I run over back to the shelter and start talking to dogs about who's cheating on who, reevaluating my life entire existence, thinking about the universe, thinking about what would have happened if none of this happened, me and Jeremy would still have been together, Jeremy and Ruth were, I don't know, honestly, they weren't in that room anymore, I just wanted to hug someone, I wanted to hold someone, but unfortunately, the dogs were the only ones there, and the dogs were all total assholes, if you think about it, Chantal's a cheater, and this sauerkraut's a horrible cheater. Everyone's like cheating on everyone. Whitney used to be a total bitch, a mean girl. And Orion was honestly a bully to all the other dogs sometimes. I then total angel. Felt like she had split personality disorder or something. Or maybe I'm the one with split personality disorder. 
I'm starting to think all these insane thoughts that shouldn't even be going through my mind about dogs and cats and love and babies and stuff. Then I randomly compared my relationship with, well, ex-relationship uh, with Jeremy. Well, I saw myself as Whitney. Like, I could confide in her. Like, I knew something, you know? Like, I could really relate to her at that moment, I feel. That's the reason, main reason why I wanted to go over there so badly. Because I knew I felt horrible for whatever reasons, whether it be breaking up with my boyfriend, getting into all those arguments, seeing my two friends murdered, essentially. I was losing my mind, literally. It, if anyone wants to know what insanity feels like, that's it. I feel like when I was an edgy kid, I wanted to be insane, like a killer or something. But not all killers are insane, you know. I feel like not all insane people are killers, either. And at that moment, I felt like I was a killer. At first, I was questioning if I was the one that killed them all. I kind of thought, that's funny. If I did, then I don't remember it at all. Everyone was talking about me. I felt like they were saying bad things about me behind my back, but really they were just looking out for me. And I was so confused. Austin, Corey, I said. Austin, Corey, I just met y'all. Why, why do you guys already hate me? I didn't know why I was talking in that accent. But, see, it was just kind of a thing I did. It felt right at the moment. I couldn't really... See, it wasn't much of an accent, really. I was just slurring my words up. And I guess I was losing my mind. And I was gasping on my sentences, like, <sighs> every two seconds. And I was slurring on my words. I descended slowly further into madness. Not, I was tripping on my words, not knowing what I was saying. And they were like, what? Pixie, we don't hate you. We're really worried about you. What's happening? Corey said, I think, or maybe it was Austin, I don't know. I was exhausted emotionally and physically. I don't remember much after that, just that it was probably a day later, the next day in the afternoon, I woke up feeling really groggy. I asked Chloe what happened, and she said, dude, you literally just passed out randomly. It was insane. You were talking about how we hated you or something, whatever, I don't know. Going crazy, descending further and further into madness, and I feel like he, he cut himself off multiple times. Then one question remained in my mind. Whatever happened to Anne? I knew that she was living her new life out there, doing something, something or another. But I thought, what about that bone? What about the powder? We never solved anything. What happened to Delaney, and where is she now? What? Why did I get all the weird feelings that I was connected to in some way, somehow, to milk? I mean, not milk, sorry, Whitney. And why did I feel like Jeremy was sauerkraut, the cheater? Because I felt like my subconscious was trying to tell me something. Jeremy had been cheating on me this entire time. Rude. I instantly saw it all. But what was I thinking about when... When, what did it mean when, I didn't even know what I was talking about at that point, honestly, I was just saying random things. What I was thinking, though, was, 
what did it mean though when I thought about disguises and a double ganger or something? But then I ultimately remembered what it was. Of course, I was thinking about that red bone that Anne had stored. Hey, that's probably why I was thinking about Anne. And I've only just realized that now. Uh, so uh, I thought about it some more. And I instantly darted up. I was like, Khalil, we have to go find that bone. I didn't know why. But I felt like there was still so much I had to please you guys with. As though I wasn't going to tell any of you guys about this. As though I wanted to keep it a secret forever. As if I had done the murder. As if... I was right all along, and I really am the killer, and I know I knew I wasn't, but as I'm snapping back into reality, but then another question remained. I still didn't, well, I don't really know if I was curious about this, but Khalil just randomly said as I was walking out the door, if you care at all, Delaney isn't alive anymore, and neither is Jordan. Jordan... That name rung in my mind. He cut himself off, though, before continuing. I, well, I don't think he cut himself off. Maybe it was just rather me running out. Like I said, I just awakened, and it was really, my memory's foggy, foggy, hazy. I couldn't talk, I couldn't think straight, you know, honestly. So, uh, I had just been running out and completely ignoring Khalil. Until I finally reached the bone, and I thought, I remember when Anne betrayed us, Jeremy's mom. What if Jeremy and his own mom were working together all in cahoots against us? That thought racked my mind. And Jeremy was only pretending to be shocked when we found the blue powder and the stuff on the bone, and found out that the bone was completely fake. None of this is going to make any at all sense to you guys, though, if you haven't listened to the other episodes. I don't know which one it was. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have listened to all the other episodes, then you know what I'm talking about. But the b- if the bone was all really just a counterfeit, a fake, then why was it even made in the first place? To trick someone, or was it made specifically for this murder? Was it made just to confuse me? Because if so, then that's doing its exact same job. I looked over at Jordan's jacket. All of Jordan's stuff had been gathered up, and it had his jacket, his keys to his car, had some of his, honestly, I don't really know, just had some money, some random pocket change, you know, random stuff to keep in his pockets or jacket sleeves, but I came across his phone. Um, now I don't know if you guys know this about me, but my mom's actually kind of into, like, cops and detectives and stuff. So I do know a little bit, I'm not saying this is a brag or anything, but I do know a little bit about being a detective. So, I decided, okay, I'll, I'll do some snooping, some detective work, which is exactly what mom would have done. So I, uh, looked through his phone, tried to see who he had contacted last, to see if it was really Ruth and Jeremy, or if it was just letting all my anger get it, a hold of me. I, and was, I was lying to myself, but I looked at his contact messages with Anne, and that hit something in me. I felt my chest, it felt like it was opening, I was confused. Uh, why would, why, why would Jordan have Anne's number? 
and why does, did Jordan always come over at night, and suddenly a thought hit me, wait, I looked through their messages, and I suddenly saw Anne had also been coming over every single night, though that was kind of a theory after I figured out the whole thing about her working with Jeremy's mom against us, and, and so, she, she was working there at night, and that's the same night that Delaney and Jordan always came, and I thought, oh, no, Stan wasn't the other person that went with them, it was, it was Anne, Anne, kind of, if you were to describe her general appearance, she would sound a bit like Stanley, little fat, pudgy, wide, platinum blonde hair, black eyebrows, blue eyes, as though they were twins or something. And don't worry, that's not a plot twist at the end, that they're twins. That'd be so cliche. But in all actuality, it was crazy how they were so similar. That, that got me thinking, Anne should be dead too. I didn't just think this, I, I guess I said it out loud. I thought I thought it, though. Because I heard Khalil, he was running behind me the entire time, and he was like, what do you mean Anne should be dead too? What? Do you really hate her that much? You're horrible if you think that, by the way. I'm still your friend, but I cut him off. No, 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 hold on. What if they got killed at night? Because Delaney and Anne and Jordan and they were the three of them, they were all here at night when it was just the other workers. And what if it really wasn't Jeremy or Ruth or anyone like that? It was actually just the people who worked here who killed them. Khalil cut me off and knocked some sense into me, though. No, 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 hold on. That wouldn't be right, though, because Delaney obviously got stabbed. Like, while we... The same day, while we were all together, she she turned a corner, and while we were talking on the phone with someone, uh, she got stabbed. Nothing was coming together, it felt like. Like, I had solved so many mysteries, yet there were still so many left. I was so confused. So, hold on. If Anne's not dead, then my entire theory is disproven. Uh, wrong. Yeah, so, you still have her contact info, right? Maybe we could call her up. Sure enough, I tried to call her in. Voicemail. Me and Khalil both uttered in unison. It, it, it's all okay. It's okay. Here, wh here, look. Um, maybe if we just go to her house, cause we all have each other's health information in case of an emergency. Everyone who works at the shelter—it's kind of crazy if you think about it. Anyone could go into anyone's house at any time. In fact, it's probably what happened with Jordan. A thought hit me. He was probably one of the night workers. That's how they all got his information. That's how the killer, who must be working at the shelter, then I would assume. Uh, that's how they, how they found out where he lived. Because we all have each other's house info and Khalil was stunned. Oh my god, you're right. 
no, 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 hold on. We have to go over to Anne's house. If your theory is actually correct, then, hold on, then why aren't the other people who work at night dead too? And I thought for a moment, yeah, and why is it just the people that work at night? I mean, I get the fact that, that, I thought for a moment, Avia Vlock, me, Khalil, Jeremy, Anne, and Ruth. That was the exact same number of people as the people who worked over at night. In fact, there are less people that worked at night. Hold on. No, it couldn't just be because there's less of us. They're definitely only killing the people at night because if not, then wouldn't they have already killed one of us off by now? Khalil thought about this clearly for a moment and he was like, whatever, I'm going over to Anne's place and if if she doesn't answer the door, then I'm picking up a stone and I'll come with you. I said, what? I'm coming too.